0: You're just in time for a brand new episode of Walk With Me. You know I too stand for corrections. I talk about real life scenarios that may occur during your correctional officer career. This podcast is for self-driven women desiring a more concrete foundation. So walk with me as I break down the basics of having a successful journey of growth and stability in the life of corrections. Hello guys and welcome back to a brand new episode. Glad to have you. As always, on this episode, what are you going to do if and when you run into an offender who is now released? You ever thought about that? Do you think it can be you? Do you think it can happen to you? Because it can. An offender does not always stay in the facility forever. Like That just may not be the scenario per that particular offender. That's women offenders and male offenders as well. We have to get in a mindset that, yes... I'm here. I do see this offender. But because you're not supposed to be all dabbling and dabbling like that, you're not going to always know how long that they are actually there at your facility, your institution, your prison. You're not going to know. There's just no way to know all the time. And what happens is you have off days. okay? you have off days. You do not work no seven days, no week. You don't do it. Now, if you want to do that, That'll be on you. That'll be your overtime. It's not mandatory. Do no seven days. Okay, so they're getting released all the time. They're coming in when you off. They're leaving when you're off. So sometimes you have to be more mindful of if you work in this dormitory, this living quarters, and your other co-worker work in another building that you, you're not in, but you go to help them or you assist them or anything, Yeah, you do need to pay attention to those those women. Yeah, you do. You need to pay attention to those men. You do. Because what happens is when you get into the free world, no, it's not them trying to come to your address, no. But you shop at more than just the stores in your city, more than just the stores in your state. And just because an offender is at your facility, your prison in your state does not mean they're from there. They did something there, and that's why they got the time there. So keep all that in mind and be open to the fact that if you're somewhere and you hear someone say something, and it's you you know you in the free world, you in your civilian life, and you know doggone well, nobody should be saying that. You look up because it's not about what I'm gonna do to you, it's letting you know that you're not untouchable. And see, I see you and you ain't even see me. So if I want to do something to you, I could have. That's what that message is supposed to send. So quick story. I was in a store about 60 to 70 miles away from my city. And I'm inside. I'm by myself. I'm not with no family. And I'm, and I'm going. I'm carrying on. This is actually a grocery store. Okay. Picture this. I'm in the grocery store and I'm carrying on. And um, nobody came in on this side. I came in on but me. Nobody was behind me. And the more you become an officer, like more you get in dealt with it. And the longer you stay in dealt with it, you will become so aware of who's behind you, how long somebody is standing beside you, and how long somebody is taking to keep on carrying on and walking that's supposed to be in front of you. So no one, no one is around me in this situation, right? So I'm inside of the grocery store. And all of a sudden I hear I don't know if it, it wasn't count time. It was I'm ready to count or excuse me, ma'am. Just simple, simple stuff that they say inside of the facility. Ma'am, yes, ma'am. Stuff like that. And immediately I'll just come out at the buggy. And I look around, cause can't nobody be to my right. Well, I'm at to the right, it's a wall. And I look around to the left. And it is an offender, a male offender. I'm going to call him an offender, but I don't know. Him. I could not recognize his face. I couldn't recognize anything about this gentleman. And I'm just like, I'm just looking. I ain't saying nothing. Ain't no hey, ain't no wave, nothing. I'm just looking with, with this crazy look on my face. And he says, how you doing? Oh, um, I I ain't mean to bother you. Just like they talk inside of the facility. And I'm thinking, now I know damn well. This, like, what? What is this? So I don't know if it was an offender, actually an offender inside. Or was this someone that came to pick up a coworker or something and they happened to see me just walk outside, like to go to my car, like, you know, at the end of the day or whatever. And because why would you say that to me? I'm not in my uniform. You said that to me because you know that I'm affiliated with an, a facility. So there's only two ways that you can know that. And be ever, you're not acting pretty, you know, rational at this point. So I, I would hate to have to throw a chunk of meat at you in this grocery store, uh, some mustard or something. What is wet? What, is what? what you want? That's what I'm thinking. I don't say nothing. I keep walking. Just like I'm deaf. Just like I'm a mute, I can't talk on, I can't comprehend, I just keep walking. And he's then I'm passing the out. I did need that out, but I hell I don't need it now. And I kept going. And that always stuck with me that I did not know his face. And I couldn't tell nobody at my facility who it was. And that has always stuck with me that, you know, my goodness. I saw this person clear as day. I couldn't tell them for them to even tell me if it was one of their people and it was just like being funny or you just trying to, you know, spark up a conversation. I don't know. And the look on my face and me not saying anything should have said it all. So I'm it up as it was an offender. So I went, you know, I rolled with the punches on it, and I had only been at the institution at that time, like, about two years. So it was a great while ago, of course, but it was about two years, and I hadn't experienced it, and I hadn't really paid attention to no one saying that it had happened to them. So, of course, when I get back to my institution, and I mention it, you know, like I bring it up, and, you know, people have stories, and they're like, yeah, I saw this offender, or yeah, I saw this a woman offender and i'm just like oh so that's pretty normal and it was like so what told you that it wasn't gonna happen and i didn't have an answer because i silently told myself that there is no way indeed natural hell that i was gonna see any one of them outside the institution but that's crazy i said i was set myself up for failure because they were civilians before they got into that facility They were civilians and they're going to be civilians when they get out of it. If they get, if they are going to come home, they're going to go back to to living a regular civilian life, so to speak. So you have to be mindful that you can cross paths with them. So it's not always you see them and it's almost like danger, danger, strange, danger. It's not that. Yes, I want to pinpoint a name. Yes, I want to know why are you saying this to me but at the same time it's not about harming it's almost like stay ready so you don't have to get ready So just like i told you guys before when it comes to what type of officer that you're gonna be, you're gonna decide. You're gonna be nasty, you're gonna be ruthless, you're gonna be irrational. You're gonna decide that. So, yeah, you can be firm and you can be. Listen, I'm not the one to play with. If I somebody to play with, now nah, don't worry me. You can be all of that. But you also do not need to be the person to be power struck. Oh, cause I said, I don't care. Or do this. Or just be right and nasty because this right here. This going to bite you in the ass because when you run across them and you was nasty and y'all had incidents and different corrupt stuff happens, what happens then? Because now it's going to be like, oh, yeah, I remember when. Oh, yeah, I didn't forget or remember that time. And then what you going to do then? Because both of y'all civilians. So those type of scenarios, you don't want that to go that way because you took advantage. You might as well say you took advantage because you was an authority. So you don't want to be like that neither. You still want to treat people like they people. So be mindful of those type of things and that they are gonna get out. And sometimes it's a fine line, like a little fine, fine line, that it just may be one of those things of look. I'm out, I made it, I ain't going to mess up no more, I'm just trying to, you know, say whatever, and they've been inside for so long, till that boundary of staying a distant way, staying with keeping the distance in between, they still right there, their minds still like that, so that's why they're so far off saying what they're saying, so you never really know, but be mindful, and know that they do, they do get out. So pay attention to faces, even if you can't pinpoint a name. Pay attention to faces, so you can at least go back into your mental Rolodex in your head and know where you saw the offender from, man or woman, where you saw him from, so you can at least replay back that scenario where you saw them at and who you seen them talking to or maybe they've got in trouble about something something but you can place them in certain dormitories in certain details and you can know you have a roadmap to go off of don't just be like oh that's not my offender or they're over there i'm over here minding my business no 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 no. from the time you get inside of your institution your facility everything from the front to the back is your business i see you later you guys, don't forget to share and comment as many times as you would like. Always ask me questions. I will always answer them. And I will always refer back to them in the next episode. So walkincorrections at gmail.com. Go ahead. You know i see you next episode. Donations, sponsorships, and advertisements are always welcome.